0: You've just tuned into Beyond Your Past, part of the Mental Health News Radio Network. Welcome back to Beyond Your Past. I'm your host, Matt Pappas, certified life coach specializing in overcoming anxiety and trauma recovery. And this podcast is all about helping you move forward from what holds you back. Each week, you'll hear from coaches, clinicians, and advocates who've overcome tremendous odds and are now using their journey to inspire you throughout yours. This is your place to feel validated and encouraged as you take your life back and live free from your past. Are you ready? Let's do this. So greetings, everyone. Thanks so much for taking some time out of your day to tune into the show. This is episode 100. It's so cool, right? So glad that you're here, glad that you're listening. And uh, if you're a first timer, big shout out to you. Thanks so much for checking out the show. And I hope that you'll check out some past episodes as well. And if you're a regular listener, you guys rock. You're amazing. And I appreciate the support so very much. A big thank you to my incredible sponsors, inlpcenter.org, offering world-class online neurolinguistic programming and life coach training to people in over 70 countries. I'm honored to be able to receive my certifications from INLP Center and utilize their research and training programs. And to daily recovery support, interactive daily group calls in a safe atmosphere for survivors of complex trauma, equipping you with the skills and information you can use every single day in your healing journey. Learn more about this affordable resource and get signed up at cptsdfoundation.org. If you find these podcasts helpful, please do consider subscribing and sharing them with your friends. That would be so awesome, and we can definitely reach as many as possible with your help. And so today is episode 100, and we're going to dive back about 12 months or so, see what's been going on in my life, see what's been going on, how the podcast has developed, and some of the subjects we've covered. Um, go back even a little bit further and talk some about how the podcast began two years ago and the blog that started everything and then a bit at what's happened in my life in the last 12 months in terms of some of the good things that have happened, some of the trials and what's shaped my life, the direction of this podcast, the blog, my coaching, advocacy work and everything, uh, both now and in the future. So it's episode 100. So let's jump right into it and see what happens. Right? About? now. So hey, my friend, how are you? Welcome to episode 100 of the Beyond Your Past podcast, formerly known as Surviving My Podcast. My name is Matt. I am, of course, your humble host here with you each and every week. And now lately, actually here twice a week as well as I've been putting up uh, extra episodes. And so I'm glad to have you here. And again, this is episode 100, although truth be told, it's technically probably episode 110 or 115, because the numbering system is a little bit off due to some former mini-series that I used to do that didn't follow the traditional numbering system of the podcast episode. So in retrospect, it probably would have been a better idea to keep them all in numerical order so they were all nice and sequential, but hey, you live and you learn. And in the end, it's really not that big of a deal, so I don't sweat the small stuff. So I'm celebrating episode 100 because this is the more traditional episode number as far as the order go with guests and the way the podcast has kind of formed and developed and evolved over the last two years. So I thought I'd take a few minutes and rather than put up the next one in order that I have recorded and ready to go, I thought I would put that off for just uh, a few days and talk to you guys for a few minutes about what's been going on in my life and with the podcast and with the blog and everything that's been happening over the last year. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, so why don't we just kind of chat for a little while? Cause you know, as if you're a regular listener of this podcast, you know that I most of the time, the majority of the time, I have a guest that comes on coaches, clinicians, advocates, bloggers, survivors, anyone who has a story of something they've overcome work they want to share on behalf of survivors and those who are overcoming a traumatic past, all different types of things along that line. Basically, anyone who's here to inspire and encourage others through their work and through their story. That's kind of the theme of Voy this podcast has developed and likely will continue with that theme, because I do enjoy talking with people from all walks of life, from all different types of careers, all different types of backgrounds, all different types of stories. It's fascinating, it's educational, it's inspiring, it's encouraging, and that's what Beyond Your Past and Surviving My Past is all about. So if you are a first-time listener, though, maybe you're wondering, well, what the heck is Surviving My Past, right? Well, survivingmypast.net was the blog that I started. Back in February 2016, when I started writing about my survivor journey out in public, Um, I was into some deep healing times with a therapist and some deep healing times with a coach. And I had been journaling on my own for quite a while before that, but I decided to make a blog and, and kind of go public, so to speak, with my story. And that's how survivingmypast.net was born. And it's still active today. It's got my story. It's got a lot of guest blog survivor stories. The podcasts are linked on there. There's all kinds of great information and resources, articles, blog posts, all types of things. So, it's kind of evolved um into a place of just my story again into a full on uh, advocacy website in support of all who have survived the trauma of abuse so definitely check it out uh, that's always going to be a part of me i'm that website that blog has offered a ton of healing there's so much content on there as of right now there's well over 300 posts um of myself and i've guest bloggers and other content so Surviving my past was, was what started everything in terms of coming online with my story. And, uh, you'll notice, uh, if you are a reader of that blog early on, you'll notice that, that I used to use a pen name or an alias called Lyric. And then when I started writing, that's what I used to call myself because I wasn't ready to share my real name yet. And it wasn't that I was really ashamed, although, and that probably was part of it, but there was, there was a shame factor. There was some apprehension about, you know, kind of coming out and telling my own story and giving my name because all of a sudden people and family and friends would know who I am and all that stuff, so. I kept to myself and kind of, you know, hid behind an alias for a while and that served me. And there are many of you who blog and do podcasts to use an alias or a pen name and that's perfectly fine. Whatever you need to do to be able to share your story and feel comfortable, you'll never get any judgment from me because I know exactly what it's like. And if you ever decide to share your real name, that's great and if you don't, the important thing is, is that you're talking and inspiring and others and getting everything out of your head, which is super important in healing. So, so when I started the podcast, of course it was called Surviving My Podcast and you know, it was initially a lot of just my own thoughts, my own struggles, my own insight, my own journey, um, and that—that's what it was for the first twenty, twenty-five episodes or so. And then from then on, I started reaching out to guests and emailing people, seeing if they wanted to come on the show, and they did. And lo and behold, I started to make a lot of wonderful contacts, a lot of reoccurring guests, many incredible friends, so many people I—I I can't even name them all, but with so many incredible stories, I mean, I could sit here and just tell you fond memories of each and every episode. So I would encourage you to go back through some episodes and just start listening to them. Hear what these people are sharing, what they've been through, how they've refused to be silent, how they've had to work to get to a point to be able to share their story, and how some of them have gone into work and changed their entire career to work with survivors and um, you know, I've had the privilege of talking to many of them, and there's so many more that are scheduled for 2019 already. And, you know, just a little plug here. If you are a survivor, if you're a clinician, if you're a coach, if you're an advocate, if you're someone with a story to tell to help inspire others, let me know. You can hit me up on beyondyourpastradio.com. There's a contact form there with all the information. I'm already scheduling into April of 2019, and that's as of right now when this is being recorded and aired in November. So, by all means, if you are interested in joining me, please let me know any time. I'm always interested in hearing from people who want to come on the show. That's just a brief recap of kind of how the podcast has evolved, some of the guests I've talked to, and you know, this last year though, especially literally this last twelve calendar months, have been some of the most trying though of my uh, entire life, and it's it's put a lot of things into perspective. And this podcast, my writing, my own healing journey some old grudges that I've held on to, some old hurt and pain that I've held on to that I've been working through releasing using radical acceptance and understanding that there are certain coping strategies and skills and mentalities that have been holding me back um and keeping me stuck in in, in survivor mode uh for quite a long time years decades and you know I've had to come to peace with those with to term with those and say okay I don't approve what happened I don't like what happened. I'm not glad that certain things happened to me, but I acknowledge it. It's part of my past. It's part of my life, but it's not going to define my future. It is what it is. I can't change it. No matter how much I want to, going back is not an option, but going forward, I can change it. I can use that as a learning experience to help me forge my my new outlook on life, the way I approach myself, all different types of relationships, the way I approach my writing, the podcasting, healthy boundaries, new business endeavors. And so I've come to terms with a lot, and I'll I'll give you a brief recap here while we're talking and hanging out. So things in life don't always go as we plan at all, and even the best laid plans rarely turn out that way. And case in point, I'm humming along at my day job at the time, just doing my thing, recording these podcasts in the evenings and on weekends, and you know working on my certifications for for coaching and for my. Uh, Neuro linguistic programming certifications and blogging and doing all kinds of stuff. So, and of course, being a parent and, you know, hanging out with friends and trying to have, you know, um, a life outside of all this a- advocacy work as well. And it was, I mean, I thought things were humming along, but ultimately it was starting to take a toll on me a bit. Um, I was feeling more and more tired, more and more stressed. My self care was slacking. I was running myself kind of pretty much into the ground. Uh, I wasn't getting enough sleep. And when I did sleep, it wasn't always a restful sleep. And this is not something that, that, I, that I'm sure is new to you. Um, you know, everybody has a million things going on in their life and mine was no exception. But things have a way of kind of your body, circumstances, God, if you're a believer, um, or whatever higher power you believe in, circumstances unfold, perhaps the universe, whatever circumstances unfold that kind of, calls you to pause and be like wait a minute this is not a sustainable lifestyle this is not a sustainable schedule something's got to change so let's kind of backtrack a little bit here and let's go back to we'll say summer of 2017 right so summer of 2017 my dad who was um who who had just turned 83 um the, the his dementia had really started to take over and really the last 6 months prior to that. And as it would happen, things began to transpire where it got even worse. And, you know, as so often is with dementia and with Alzheimer's, you know, it's something that develops slowly. But when you get near the end of your life or when things start to progress, they can happen rather quickly. And, and his dementia started to take over to the point where he was beginning to not um, remember much at all. Uh, he still knew who I was, who my mom was, who my sister and brother and some family, but uh, most of what he did on a daily basis, even hours before, was started to go. And so that was a struggle because he needed more around the clock care. Everybody in the family had to come over and start sitting with him and, you know, taking him for walks and doing things to keep him active. But, you know, making sure that we we stayed up with him at night because for anyone who lives with dementia and Alzheimer's, often you don't sleep at night or you sleep during the day and then you're up all night or you take lots of little naps. So, you know, it needed around the clock care and having somebody from hospice come in 24 hours a day just wasn't a feasible Option, so we all kind of pitched together, so that was a tough time when you see a stalwart figure in your life who who was always kind of rock solid and um, you know was there for you how, how this disease is just takes away all of that and leaves them a shell of their former selves, and that's hard to watch, and it was very difficult for me. Um, I spent a considerable amount of time with my dad, but there were also times when I didn't go over there because I just couldn't bear to see him. So, so I had that inner struggle for quite a while. And then, as the coming months uh, began to progress, there was more and more going on. Not only with with my dad's health, but my daughter uh, was getting married uh, coming up in December, and so there was lots of plans for that. And you know, of course, here I am, still working and doing the and doing all the podcasting and doing coaching on the side and uh, working with clients and and doing everything. And so I was starting to kind of feel the pressure, even though I was still going, I was still where I was still rocking it out. Uh, things were unraveling before me that I really wasn't either paying enough attention to or noticing really at all. Um, and sometimes I kind of think it was probably a little bit of both if we're being honest here, but you know, when life was going a hundred miles an hour, you know, one of the first things that suffers is your self care and your awareness of yourself. And believe me, I am raising my hand for that one. So as the coming months unfolded, uh, dad passed away, November the 8th of 2017 uh, that was super difficult. Um, something I'll never forget. And as of right now, um, it's been just a few days over a year since that date. And, uh, it's still fresh in my mind. I still think about my dad all the time. And it's just, uh, that whole experience was something that healed a lot of old wounds in our family, put a lot of things in perspective for me, helped me, uh, Understand who I was and where I was headed. Some changes that needed to be made in my life, um, in many aspects. And so, while I would never wish what my dad went through on anyone or on anyone's family, the results of that are something that I have learned from, and um, our family has used to help. As I said, continue to heal from from old wounds and things that happened. So, and then um, about a month later, my daughter got married. And she and her son in law had a beautiful wedding. It was a wonderful time. Uh, my dad was still on all of our minds, and we, um, you know, thought of him often. And I told my daughter that when we were doing the, the father daughter dance, that you know, dad was looking down from heaven and smiling. And so it was, it, it was a wonderful experience, and the wedding was incredible. And I, I wish that uh, we could go back and do it again. But I mean, it was also a tough time, and and you know, dad was with there and with us in spirit, and. Uh, you know, we wouldn't have changed anything for the world. And then, of course, you have the holidays. You've got Thanksgiving in there. You've got my middle son's birthday in there. You've got uh, Christmas in there. You've got New Year's. And so then I kind of thought, OK, it's been a rough few months. I'm going to turn, you know, it's a new year. Let's see if we can start fresh and kind of pick up the pieces. And what have I learned from it? And then lo and behold, things start to kind of take a turn for my health for the worse. Uh, I began to get a lot of numbing and tingling in my feet and in my hands. Not a lot, I should say, actually, but some, like way more than what I would normally have. I was having a severe lack of energy. I wasn't able to sleep. I was getting incredibly intense uh, tension headaches and migraines. Um, I completely lost my appetite. My ability to taste was almost completely gone. Um, I was losing control of my, my muscle control in my face. And I was starting to experience drooping on both sides of my face. And I was kind of wondering what was going on. And, you know, I called my doctor and they thought at first that it might've been Bell's palsy or a stroke. And of course it wasn't either one of those. And so they put me on some medication for a while, prednisone and uh, some other things to try and figure out what it was. Um, Did not really help anything. And th- this kind of went on for about a week, and then um, you know New Year's came, and I started to feel just a tiny bit better. I'm like, you know what? I'm cool now. Things are good. I'm okay. But then it came right back again. So I, ha- I had this little pre- I had this little reprieve of like a couple of days or something, and then the days after New Year's um, and that following week, everything just got really, really bad again. The headaches came back. Uh, unable to sleep. Uh, very, very weak. Very dizzy. I uh, couldn't figure out what was going on. So Sunday morning in early in, in early January, I drove myself to local hospital ER and I sat in the emergency room and for probably half of the day while I was getting tested and prodded and poked and asked a hundred different questions about, is it Bell's palsy? Is it unilateral Bell's palsy? Is it bilateral Bell's palsy? Is it a stroke? No, no, no. And lo and behold, I find out that, um, I have Guillain-Barre syndrome. So that was, of course, after the neurologist came in and said, well, I think I know what it is, but there's only one way to tell, and that's with a spinal puncture or a spinal tap. And I went, are you freaking kidding me? I don't think I actually said freaking. I probably said something else. In fact, I know I did. But as it turns out, of course, that is the only way that you can test for Guillain-Barre syndrome is to get spinal fluid, and there's a certain uh, protein that is present. And if you have it, then... And you have Guillain-Barre syndrome. So I spent the next week in the hospital getting IVIG treatments and um, learning how to speak again, learning how to really regain my balance again, trying to get my taste buds back. It was a long recovery process, that I'm still going on. Um, During during that whole time uh, in late December and into January, I couldn't smile. Like I literally could not smile. If I would try and laugh or smile, like my mouth would not move had all kinds of tearing episodes randomly, not crying, just eyes watering. Um, So many parts that if you actually want to check it out, um, I did a podcast about it in February, 2018, when my voice started to come back and I was able to form some words and phrases a bit better. Uh, So that that's episode 58. It's called my experience with Guillain-Barre syndrome. And so you might want to check that out if you're interested in it, perhaps, you know, somebody who has had GBS. So, and I had never been in the hospital my entire life, ever, except to visit people. So I was in the hospital, scared out of my mind, didn't know what was going on, even though guillain syndrome is not life-threatening um, normally. Um, it is something that can result in complete paralysis temporarily, having to be on a ventilator. Uh, there are many who live with GBS who are unable to walk months, even years later. Um, you know, some who are bound by a wheelchair for decades. So there's many different ways it can manifest itself, but for somebody who had never been in the hospital before, it was a shock and a life-changing thing and just, you know, really not what I wanted to deal with after my dad just died, my daughter got married, you had the holidays and birthday parties, and I'm like, okay, what's going to happen next, right? So so then I spent the next several months in physical therapy. I was working with a speech therapist. I missed about a month. I missed several weeks, actually probably about a month of my of my day job at the time. And when I was laying in that hospital, you know, I kind of realized that something needed to change. And now, this is something that I had been going through my head for quite a number, of wh- for a while now, you know, the last six months or so. But really, laying in that hospital, I realized life is short. And, you know, I'm not happy with what I'm doing in my day job. I'm, it's, I'm not passionate about it. I don't love it. It's not something I want to do for the rest of my life. To me, it wasn't something that was going to make a difference in this world and that's really what I wanted to do I'm kind of a lot like my dad that way I'd like to serve others I'd like to help others I'm a very um, generous type of person and so uh, you know I know that I wanted to do something that that I felt was going to make a difference in my life and so I was grateful for the 17 years that I was with the company that I was in working as an engineer and kind of working my way up through there and that career served me for a number of years it gave me some stability and um, you know benefits and all types of things and So, but, you know, as times change and things happen, um, I realized that I needed to make a difference. And if I was ever going to take a leap into doing something that I felt was meaningful for, you know, for others and something that I could really kind of get behind, it was time to do it. So I set a date of deciding that I was going to leave my corporate job and jump into coaching full time and advocacy work in the, in the mental health aspects of the world, and so I started doing that, and um, I left my, my my corporate job in June of of this year, 2018, and I made the leap and into into no longer doing coaching just part time. I was doing it full time, and I was able to spend more time lining up guests for podcasts and doing some more writing and forging some business relationships and uh, focusing on my own mental health and you know a bit more and. You know, taking some time with my family and friends, and and learning what it means—or excuse me—and learning what it means to be an entrepreneur and the business side of things, and you know, the coaching side of things, and all this type of stuff, and some opportunities opened up with someone who many of you who listen to this podcast probably know as well—a mentor and a friend, and now a colleague, uh, Athena Moberg, who does videos for years and years on YouTube in support of complex trauma and childhood sexual abuse recovery and advocating for survivors, uh, she began to, and had this vision for the last several years of starting a foundation for complex trauma research. And so that was starting to come into fruition and through a series of events that unfolded and, you know, being able to utilize my skills in web design and in podcasting and other areas, I have teamed up with her and we have created a CPTSD foundation. And I'm part of that initiative where we offer resources, including daily calls and and book clubs and free support groups and other amazing things that are on the way for survivors of complex trauma. So um, I am honored to be a part of CPTSDfoundation.org. You can definitely check it out. Um, In fact, I would encourage you to check it out because it's something that we are super proud of and we are just scratching the surface of what the foundation is really going to be about. Um, You know, We are filing for the 501c3. That is in the final stages of that endeavor. And, you know, we have many amazing things on the works, the website is built, and we're adding to it. And, you know, our our daily calls are growing. And, you know, we started the book club, as I mentioned, and there's going to be courses coming up in January 2019, that you'll be able to download and uh, so many things that are coming. So you know, that business opportunity came to be, you know, things also transpired to to be able to spend some more time with working on another certification that I had gotten really, really interested in, uh, which is NLP. And I had gotten interested in that by interviewing Mike Bundrent, who was the founder of INLP Center. He and his wife, Hope, operate and run it along with a team of instructors. And it's an incredible place to learn. They put together amazing resources and educational materials and their programs, in NLP and life coaching and hypnosis and other areas that they are branching out into are really second to none. And as I said, I got introduced to NLP through Mike when he came on my podcast, I believe that was episode 37, where he told where he shared what NLP was, and I'm like, this is fascinating. I have to learn about this. And so I decided that after I got my initial life coaching certifications, I really wanted to dive into what NLP was and learn more about it and see how that could really help the clients that I work with and also of course help myself in my own journey as well. So, and so NLP is really learning the language of the mind and understanding that the way you look at yourself, the way you look at life, the way you look at objects, relationships, career, family, partners, everything has a, has a direct result on your on your well-being and there are ways to overcome old negative mindsets and change the way you think about yourself and your past and your future and it deep dives into techniques on how to accomplish that so it's really been life-changing i'm so grateful to be able to receive those certifications and you know that's been a big part of my life and then being able to also work with my brother in his business a little bit and help him Um, on the office side of things and, you know, a talent that I may, that I have that, you know, allows him to focus on his work more and not so much on the office side. So there's the aspect of spending more time with family in that way too. It's always people often say that, you know, when you're doing something you love, you know, it, it doesn't feel like work, which I get it. And I fully believe that. But also when you put your heart into some, when you put your heart and soul into something and you really, really believe in it a hundred percent, things start to happen for you. And again, you know, if you're, if you believe in God or the universe or some other higher power, you start to see things transpire in your life that support your work and support your initiative and support your endeavors and, you know, really kind of empower you and validate what you're doing. And no, it's not always easy. And it certainly isn't something that just comes without any, you know, without hard work. It's a, it's a lot of, you know, diligence and responsibility and, and work and dedication. But, you know, I found over this last. Several months, especially, and really over the last year, that doing what I love is is just unbelievably fulfilling doing these podcasts now, putting them up twice a week, usually um you know taking on some more private clients, doing the group calls for daily recovery support, working with the foundation it's really just something that I really feel like after forty some years, I have finally found my true calling and You know the things in my life that I did before, in engineering and working with computers, and in customer service, and before that, being a truck driver. They all served me a purpose for a time, and I'm grateful for those opportunities. And now this new phase of my life has opened up, and you know one of one of the big things of being a part of that, of course, is this podcast. Um, being able to talk with incredible clinicians and coaches and survivors, just like you, maybe, who have have a story to share, and who want to inspire others. And so, you know. This this is episode 100. It's amazing. I'm so grateful for everybody who's been a part of this, whether they were a guest or they offer me insight or things that they've taught me about podcasting or in the business world or all the all the instructors I've had through my life coaching certification and my neurolinguistic programming practitioner and master certification. Uh, all the wonderful supportive people there. The resources that I've been able to read through and learn from the books that I've read, the periscopes that I used to do on Sunday mornings, which we may start again. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, to the influential people in my life who have made such a difference and, uh, you know, you all are just amazing. Every one of you who listens to these podcasts, the fact that you just tune in and listen whenever you can on whatever podcasting app you want to listen to, whenever you're able to, that means the world to me. And I cannot thank you enough. I am so humbled and appreciative with the feedback you give, the guest suggestions, uh, the constructive criticism, you know, I like this, maybe perhaps consider changing that. All this feedback I take to heart, I learn from it, and I do my best to make this the very best podcast that I can for you so that it helps inspire you in your own journey, whatever that means for you and for others in your life. So For episode 100, I am just super grateful to share with you guys for a little while, which actually turned out to be longer than what I thought. I figured I'd talk for about 10 or 15 minutes, but as it turns out, it's been about 30 minutes right now, and that's totally cool. So there's many, many incredible things on the horizon for this podcast, for Beyond Your Past coaching. Um, If you're ever interested in what it's like to work with an anxiety coach or a survivor coach, that's what I am. That's what I do. So please head on over to beyondyourpast.com. Check out what my coaching is like. And you know, schedule your free intro session and let's chat and see what happens. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, I'd be super honored to hear from you. Just or just go to beyondyourpastradio.com and all these links are all over my websites. So if you go on surviving my past or beyond your past or anything else, you'll see uh, links to the podcast and the blog and everything else. It's all kind of interchangeable. Um yeah, and then even too, like I totally forgot, uh Teal Ribbon Creations has been born over the last several months where I where I create websites. For mental health professionals, for advocates, for survivors, and bloggers, and you know, it's a way for me to utilize my skills and web design and, and and kind of my uh, right brain creative side and create websites for a niche that I'm so you know passionate about. So there's lots of things that are happening. But ultimately, this podcast is all about you, you guys, the incredible listeners, all the guests I've had, all the guests that are on the way, everybody who's guest blogged on surviving my past, everybody who's been a part of my life. I am so thankful for each and every one of you. I look forward to interacting with you in the future. Hit me up on social media. Just search for Beyond Your Past Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You'll find me. I'd love to interact with you. Drop me a line, drop me an email. And be sure and share this with your friends. And I think we will go ahead and wrap this up. So thanks again, everyone. I'm just so grateful for each and every one of you. And I will see you on episode 101. Thanks for listening to Beyond Your Past, part of the Mental Health News Radio Network. Information shared on this podcast is intended for educational and informational purposes only and is not a substitute for or supersedes professional medical help or mental health counseling. Thank you again to my sponsors, inlpcenter.org and Daily Recovery Support. I hope you'll consider checking them out as they've joined forces to help keep the lights on here at the podcast and help beyond your past reach as many as possible with a message of hope. If you'd like to learn more about working with me as your coach, or if you're curious about what life coaching is and how it might be right for you, then head on over to beyondyourpast.com and claim your free one-hour session where we can talk about the struggles in your life in the areas of anxiety and trauma recovery and see if coaching might be a great fit for you. Thanks again for listening, and I do hope that you'll subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, and share it with all your friends. See you next time.